Welcome to Season 2 of the Disreputable Podcast. My name is Brandon Pirrett, co-host with Dean Curry. If you enjoyed Season 1, then Season 2 is going to blow your mind. Let me assure you this, it will be disreputable. The topics, the guests, everything we talk about is going to be disreputable and it's just for you. Thank you for listening. Now enjoy Season 2 of the Disreputable Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Season 2 of Disreputable Podcast. My name is Brandon and I am the co-host with my friend Dean Curry. Yeah. And Thank you guys for watching. It's great to be back, man. Yeah, I think a I've lot been of looking people, forward to this. Yeah, a lot of people have been asking, good, waiting, and uh, so here we are. So some people are listening, right, uh, on iTunes. Um, some people found out that we now have a YouTube channel. Nice. Yeah. So um, we're really excited about all the things. We also have an Instagram that we'll be uploading some little clips. And then pointing everybody to our YouTube channel. So I think it helps if people on iTunes can rate us. Yeah, absolutely. Give us a five star, or whatever. You know, it helps out totally. And yeah. Share, 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 share. Yeah. Last, I think last year we had an enormous amount of shares. Really good. Yeah. People were constantly sharing, and and uh, so hopefully the, the the disreputable idea yeah is really making an impact. In people's so. lives, yeah. This uh, disreputable is about what we do after we hit the bottom. This this library is full of books, Brandon. Right. By people, not these aren't just victory stories. Right. These are stories about people that have had bad defeats. Right. They've accumulated enemies, a few losses. Very few people go undefeated in life. Right. And so last night I got a call from a friend whose niece now has mm. been diagnosed with uh, bone cancer. Right. You know, have another friend going through a divorce. Mm. I know a dear friend who went through bankruptcy. Life, life happens, you know? Yeah, and, absolutely. And the, our reputation gets trashed. Right. Things, that's certainly happened to me. I know you feel like it's happened to you. Right. But, but we're overcomers. We're people of faith. Right. And so we believe that we're more than conquerors, better than, more and better right. than, than our worst moment. Yeah. And so that's what this, this is about, helping people become overcomers, yeah. become great human beings. Yeah. It's easily to be misunderstood. For sure. You know, I think when you think about being disreputable or your, reputa your reputation being tarnished, a lot of it comes from you stepping out, you doing something that no one else has done. You, you mentioned these books, these authors, right. a lot of them have created a new idea or they've done something that yeah. people said was impossible. Right. And it's funny how at, at one point it feels like disreputable or a bad reputation, but then over time it becomes a hero. Well, that's the, you whole become heroic. Right. And uh, from zero to hero right. is a great storyline. Yeah, we were talking the other day about David Mamet, the great screenwriter, and right. I was telling you that every great story has Act Two, and in Act Two, that's when the hero loses it all. And you right. think, you know, whether it's an epic movie like Gladiator or Braveheart, or if it's a simple, uh, more simple premise, yeah. There's a point where you don't think the hero is going to make it. Right. 
all the odds are against them and yeah. yet somehow right yeah. that's what makes life great yes. is the fight yes and absolutely. that's what this podcast is about yeah helping you absolutely walk with us as we overcome uh-huh. as we learn and grow and we become more than just our worst moment or what the social media thinks of us yeah and then in the episodes to come, we're going to have special guests right. and talk about all sorts of topics. One of the things that we want people to do is when you go to Instagram, you can go to the Disreputable Podcast um, and then inboxes, DM us with some topics that you would like to talk about. We've gotten probably a handful already that in the first five or six episodes, we're going to have guests and talk about those different topics. But right. people can, it's like, how do I, if you have questions, how, how do I get a hold of you guys? That's going to be the best way to do it. And then what we'll do is depending on the 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 dms that we get we'll just take a list or so and then we'll just brainstorm and and, and bring them up over the next few Looking episodes forward to it definitely send us questions because we'd yeah. love to end each episode yeah with some questions yeah i think one of the things we should do is a uh, movie critiques you know and happy to do it i could you know bring well, my yeah my movies brandon has the worst taste in <laughs> movies ever so i think i'll be doing all the movies the act two that he's talking about came from a conversation of one of my great movie picks we won't talk much about that, but yeah. hey, let's talk today about um, thinking big. Right. When I, you know, when I think of Dean Curry, one of the biggest things that you have challenged me, encouraged me, empowered me in those areas is to think big. Yeah. You know, some people would say outside of the box, and then some people would say, no, it's actually inside. I'm not talking about parameters. I'm talking about like in your mind, just. Right. Seeing a situation and and just thinking the best, thinking big in that scenario. Where did that come from for you? Because there might be people watching and they hate their job. They hate their current situation. And it's very easy to just become a turtle, get in your shell and just, mm-hmm. you know, hibernate for the next nine months. Or you can look at a situation that might seem terrible, a situation that might not be the best, and you think about it differently. Right. For you, where did, was this something that when you were younger that you just, man, this was like who you were your whole life? Or did you grow into it as, as an adult? Well, first of all, thank you for the nice compliment. Yeah, That's absolutely. a nice thing to say. Uh, and I think it's super important for people that are in the season where they feel like they're defeated or disreputable or whatever, because accepting things as they are, especially if what they are ain't good, right, is gonna is gonna keep you stuck in a place that you're not happy with. Mm. No, I I didn't grow up in a in, in a home like that. Right. I got exp- you know, church was really the first time I ever uh, saw people that were thinking about the world. Mm. So one one thing I tell young parents is get your kids in a in a church because where else right even if you're not sure about the belief system where else are people talking about India and China and right. caring about people other than right the, the, who lives in the house yeah so I I I I developed mentors in that circle mm-hmm. that were thinking big thoughts and it really started rubbing off on me you know you're, you you and I are having a latte. Right. Somebody named Howard Schultz found a one little coffee shop in Seattle right. that was doing something different. And he said, what if, that's all big thinking is, Okay, is saying, what, what if mm-hmm. uh, people 
knew how good this was. Right. And and he just did the math, right? Right. The, and he started this process that's now all over the world. I mean, when I'm in New Delhi, this you and I have had this coffee yeah. in the New Delhi airport. Absolutely. Right? Yes. And all over the world. <laughs> right. So how much is it of it is risk factor? Yeah, you have to build up a muscle mm-hmm. like uh, uh, of uh, risk tolerance mm-hmm. because one thing the masses are good at is keeping you where you're at because right. you, you're always going to have friends go, well, hey, Brandon, what if this and what if that? And totally. What if this is what our brain does. And, and we need to think through options. But even to get out of your home, look at Okay. Most of the people you went to high, where'd you go to high school? Cleveland High School, Cleveland, Tennessee. Most of the people are still in Cleveland. You're, yes. Right. Sure. The, what What was it in you that got you to a di- different part of the country in a different line of work? Because most people you went to high school with aren't serving other people and building right communities either. Yeah, that's a that's a tricky question. I think it's a two part answer for me. One of it would just be um, exploring. I was, I, I'm an explorer. I love change. Um, I like new scenarios. Um, funny thing is I never, I, I, I never knew about Tacoma. I mean, I've had heard of Seattle. Of course I knew about the West. Um, and then the reason why people went West, I grew up in the South, right? Religious Bible belt. Right. Um, I never fit the mold of, of the church kid. Mm-hmm. Um, the black sheep, if you will. And, but the whole time I was raised in a great house with great parents that were implementing Jesus, but for some reason it was being translated as religion in the church environments. So tattoos, I had earrings. Of course, I made some decisions that didn't follow what Jesus would do. Right. Um, But, you know, once again, uh, I came to grips when I was about 20 and just kind of decided for myself that I wanted, I wanted something different. Right. I knew, I knew it was bigger. Yeah. I, I knew it was and that, that there was something else out there. That's the beginning. And so if, for people that are listening or watching, I would say when you get a label like black sheep, yeah, totally. What that means is I'm, I'm going to relabel that and mm-hmm. call that distinctive mm. and everybody makes money. You get ahead on being distinctive. Starbucks isn't number one. Because they're just like Folgers. I know maybe the name Folgers doesn't mean anything to you. No, no, no. When I was yeah. growing up, yeah. if you wanted coffee, coffee was the thing you got in a tin can and your grandma made it. It's right? the best part of waking up. Right. <laughs> okay, so yeah. that's the world that this was created in. Right. And this guy says, this is four bucks. Right. The whole can probably, I don't know, was four bucks. Sure. Of Folgers. And he said, this cup is four bucks because it's different. Right. So thinking bigger is realizing what other people label as black sheep, I label as interesting. Yeah. 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 Fascinating. Yeah. And I think that's the, when I, when, so when I think of disreputable, that's what I think of. I think of people that are misunderstood Uh almost their whole life. For sure. But it's, I I mean, I'm just going to say, it seems like to me, most of the time, the people that are the most misunderstood are the people that make the most impact. I believe it. In life. Does it? T.D. Jake say that's our making, taking our test and making it our testimony. testimony. Yeah, right. absolutely. That's yeah. what that's what we believe. Yeah. I mean, as a, I believe that, and you do as a person of, as a person of faith. Yeah. So just being able to say, maybe what other people are labeling as a problem is actually the answer. 
Right. Life's, I mean, if most people were getting great results, we should copy them. But right. most people aren't getting great results. Right, right. And there was, I read a, a great sentence years ago that said, in order for things to stay the same, they're going to have to change. Hmm. And this is this is a this is the I know it's a, it's a, it's a paradox right but what it means is in order for you to stay fit healthy right, right. you're gonna have to change you're gonna yeah. have to work out more in order to stay the same right absolutely you're gonna have to yeah in order to be relevant right and stay with now you got to get into the future right in order to in order to provide yourself you're gonna have to make more not less right and and everything great comes with more. Mm. You know, most people want enough money. I don't want enough money. I want more than enough money. Right. Because more than enough is how I help kids in Africa. Right. Everybody right now is talking about fires in Australia. Right. Yeah. Enough doesn't do it. We need more than enough. Right. Because I can't give you if I only have enough. Yeah. If you have enough time, it, you know, you can eat. But I want more than enough time mm -hmm. to do what I need to do. So I got to create space in my life so that I have space to give to you, to this, to other great endeavors. Right. If every minute's taken, then I don't have enough. Yeah. So this kind of thinking, most people uh, are try are in a scarcity, what I call scarcity. You've heard it other places. Sure. It says, what if other people want to take from me? Another way to look at that with more of an abundance mindset says, what if what I have is valuable to other people? Hmm. Right. So, so scarcity is almost like I, I take this little cup and I think this is the only bit of coffee I'm gonna ever gonna have. Yeah. So you don't want to share it with. So me. I don't want to share it with you, but I don't realize that there's a Starbucks down the street. There's an open right. container. Right. So it, this is a, a silly analogy, but people do that every day in right. their life. They just uh, thoughtlessly are living in scarcity. This is a, actually a great example. Because I didn't ask for this coffee. You brought it for me. Mm -hmm. Okay? So you walked in today and you spent three or four bucks on something I didn't ask for. Sure. So here's how most people think about that. Dean's got enough money. Maybe I should just get one for me. I don't even know if he wants it. And, you know, <laughs> I could use that money. And what if he doesn't pay me back? Yeah. And all of these are scarcity thoughts that sure. could go through. And if you had walked in and had a cup of coffee for yourself and not for me, it would have been fine. Yeah, sure. But your thinking was different. Hmm. It was abundance thinking says, okay, I'm going to be able to have more money. Sure. More money's coming. Yeah. I love Dean. I want him to know I care about him. I want to, I want to do a nice gesture. And, and you were trying to create a great environment for our podcast. Yeah. So you extended yourself. You took your money. You invested in me. I received it. made me feel great. It cements our bond. And now we have a virtuous cycle going. Wow. You know, we're, yeah. Because you were thoughtful enough to stop and include me out of the generosity of your, of, yeah. of your uh, paycheck and your resources in order to think about me and what I wanted. Yeah. That's powerful. That is powerful. But people who live all day going, hey, you know, hey, he's got to take care of himself. He's the guy can get his own coffee. Right. And that kind of thinking, it just closes doors. Right. When we talk about thinking larger, we just want ideas that open doors. Yeah. What if questions? Okay. okay. So let's give maybe a couple practicals. Okay. I know we're going to try to keep this in a, <coughs> in a time, time frame, but maybe because I think there's, there's, 
business owners that yeah. are are watching this right. and listening to this. There are stay at home moms. Yeah. There's college students. So let's hit maybe those three little okay. pockets. Business owner stuck. Been owns a business. Feels like they can't. They mm-hmm. they can't. They, they got a. They have a, a glass ceiling. A lid. Mm-hmm. Is there what would be one thing that you could say to that business owner that maybe could just put it a little bit higher or expand their thinking just a little bit to to, to dream big? Yeah. Think well, big. I I would say uh, you need to probably need to reexamine and come up with a creative way of rethinking what business you're in. Let me give you an example. Okay, I own a facility where I rent a facility next to a restaurant, okay? Okay. And this facility that I own has a lot of a lot of people in and out, a lot of cars around. And this restaurant uh, doesn't like that some of the people that are visiting the facility I use uh-huh. is parking in their parking lot, okay? Okay. So they put signs up saying, don't park here. Do not park here. Yeah, right. So... Because they think they need space for people that want their product. But they're not in the food business. They're in the people business, feeding people business. So if they specialize in making smoothies. Correct. They're like, hey, don't park here if you're not going to buy a smoothie. Instead of saying, all these people that are parking here could buy a smoothie. Right. So I've, Perfect. I, I've said to people like, hey... If I owned that restaurant, right, I would make up flyers and put them on every window and say, "Before you leave, come in and buy a smoothie." Yeah, half off for everybody that's visiting. If you're a customer of Dean's Business over there, yeah, then half off for you today. Right, thinking big because that's like all these people are potential customers. These are people that are, they, they could be here buying my smoothies. Right, it's, they're not taking your spot. Right. They're coming by your business. Right, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's more, so absolutely, it, the Chinese have this idea for chaos that it that uh, for for opportunity that is chaos the symbol for chaos uh-huh. and the symbol for opportunity make one word and right okay it's this and it's this word that says possibility huh and uh, this is what happens opportunity comes from problems chaos and opportunity I'm, I'm come saying together. I'm mangling it okay but. but uh, the, with the Chinese language, they're made up of different symbols. Sure. And, and, and this idea of opportunity is that crisis is part of opportunity. Nice. Yeah. And the symbol for crisis mm-hmm. is in the word opportunity. Cool. Because every time you have a problem, people are taking your parking spots. If you just say, you know, what's here? Right. You know? Yeah. I've been, I've, I went through bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. I, I just had a friend who, who just got out of rehab. And he's been struggling. And the other day he said to me, you think I should do a podcast on helping people through addiction? I'm like, that's it. Yes. Yes. That's what we do. For sure. Disreputable in some people's eyes. Yeah. Addict. Going through it. I think that's that's a good point because I think a lot of people think, I'll do it when I get to the other side. But the others, it's just an illusion. Right. You're never there. Yeah. You're waiting for everybody to give a thumbs up? Right. You'll always be in process in somebody's eye. Yeah. yeah. Okay, now you That's do it one. for single moms. You mentioned single moms. How would we do that? Oh, I think if you're not careful, you get boxed in. Yeah. I just think, you, you it's know. about that house and keeping the house clean. And- yeah, and so then you 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 limit it. You It almost labels you. I'm 
I'm a stay-at-home mom, or for some people, a stay-at-home dad, or whatever. I think you. I think if we're not careful, we label ourselves. People aren't labeling us. I think we are labeling ourselves. So I would think we take the limits off. I, I would say to my wife at one point, she was a stay-at-home mom. She her dream was to be a mom, and she's a mom. She stayed at home for a while. And now she's evolving, right. and now she she wants to be something else. So I would say, it's you. It's not it, the idea that you have that you want to be something doesn't have to be that for the rest of your life. That's for a season. You can evolve. You can be a stay at home mom for a season, yeah. and then for her, she can be an Alaska flight attendant right. in this next season. And will she be that for the rest of her life? Maybe. Yeah. But she also might be a fashion designer because she loves fashion. Right. She the other day she wrote a blog for. Um, a, a friend that she has um, on fashion. So there's all these awesome. other things and ideas that come. So I think if, Love you, if you label yourself, yeah, I think that's where you yeah. you mess up. And I, I would say to anybody, I know we got to close our time, but I would say to anybody who's kind of restless, that, that that's just our spirit. This is in Dean's language, right? That's your spirit telling you it's time to grow in order to stay the same, right? In yes. order to be you, you gotta expand reagan sees the world differently now right it's yeah. okay i heard somebody say and i'll say this in closing and then i'll let you wrap it up okay uh they found out why beavers chew wood hmm. and they chew wood because their teeth itch wow it's kind of a funny little thing right but the only way huh. their teeth stop itching is that they start oh. chewing on wood right mm -hmm. so I sometimes I, I connect that to my spirit that when I start getting restless in my spirit, mm -hmm. that's that's my cue that I need to get a bigger world. Yeah, it's restlessness. Is it, don't don't label it depression. Go right. to the doctor and get a pill for it. Right. Just go. Hey, time to grow, man. Yeah. Yeah. Time for a bigger house. Yeah. For a bigger life. Right. Time for a new adventure. Yeah. You know. Yes. And I think there are little things. To, that people can do for instance going on walks yeah being i mean I, I know it's like oh here we go with the nature thing but you'd be surprised what being outside for 30 minutes make a new friend make a new friend visit a, a, a new place to eat there's little things you can do yeah. that you don't have to have this i need a new car for sure or max out my credit yeah. card get a new magazine subscription right something you've never done before just mix it up yeah yeah well hopefully you can already tell that this season of our Disruptive Podcast excuse me, is going to be great. So thanks for listening. Um, share. Tell somebody that you know. Next episode is going to be great, too. We love you so much. Thanks for watching and thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Um.